welcome. Today is Monday, October 24th, 2022. I am Solomon Sister, and this is My Turn to Talk. If you have not already checked it out, uh, check out the Friendly Differences um, uh, YouTube and check out the only crazy lady and her segment we did with her on the paranormal. Um, It's pretty interesting and I had fun on that show. So, okay, everyone. So today I want to talk about abuse. How is it defined? Is child abuse, spousal abuse, and elder abuse the same? If someone is controlling is it abuse is abuse from law enforcement in the same category when people abuse animals should it be in the same category as abusing a human is being verbally abusive the same as being physically abusive what is abuse and why is the label given to some and not others okay so i know i have a mouthful here today and we're getting back deep into the weeds I know Thursday show, if you were on here, it was silly. It was fun. (laughs) We're back into the weeds with more serious stuff. So 
But how do you define uh, abuse? I mean, what is it? Is it someone who is in a domestic situation um, and they, you know, are physically um, abused? Is it a child who is abused by an adult, be it a parent? Um, uh, you know, uh, teacher, um, uh, another, another sibling. I mean, what is uh, abuse? And this is the definition from the dictionary. Hold on, let me cut and paste. Okay, treat a person or animal or animal with cruelty or violence, especially on, on uh, regularly or repeatedly. So um, abuse is also, um, it can also be uh, categorized as if you were abusing, say, a substance or something. That is another definition. But I'm looking at the first one, um, how we treat people with cruelty or, or violence. Um, so I'm going to jump jump a bit. And I, I want to know, since I am a dog lover, avid dog lover, um, do you think that being abusive to animals should be in the same category as... Um, as, as a human? And if you say no, why? Uh, because I, I I think that it should, or even even more so, because animals can't talk talk back. You know, um, a dog can growl, or you know, cats can scratch, or you know, whatever. You know, they can shake and with fear, or you know, whatever. But I think it should be even probably worse because animals can't can't talk. And animals put up with a lot of stuff from humans. And everyone is saying, saying yes. Okay. Uh, hey, hey, Sean, welcome. Um, so is child abuse, spouse abuse, and elder abuse, is it is it the same? Or can you say, well, I'm not really abusing my child. I'm disciplining them. Okay. You have some people who, who confuse or truly believe that their abuse is discipline, or they know that it's a abuse and they don't care, but they look at it as 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 discipline. You know, is um is all of that the same? And Grit says animals have emotions too. Um, yes, yes, they 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 do. Um, you know, so how do you guys? define of abuse and is is it do you define it depending upon the extent of the abuse is abuse of abuse does it depend on if it's a human or an animal does it matter if it's coming from a teacher or a parent um, if someone is controlling there are a lot of controlling people out there they may not hit you. They may not even verbally abuse you by talking down to you and being disrespectful and um, 
basically, you know, talking to you like crap. Um, but they're controlling. So is controlling a form of abuse? Okay, and the only crazy lady says abuse is abuse, and Mama Bear says says yes. Um, you know, so you know, in terms of people who are controlling, um, what about that person who you get into an argument with, and they always want to be right? No matter what, they always want to be right. And in some cases, if you live with them, hey, 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 Juju, welcome. And in some cases, if you live with them, they're actually, you know, you're you're arguing with them and you're trying to just get away from them. When I say get away from them, I'm not saying that they're you want to get away from them because they're hitting you or something, but just to, would you just please just stop and just be quiet? And they're the ones that just follow you around the house, you know, or, you know, um, and they want to tell you what you're doing is wrong. Um, you can't do do this. You can't do, do do that. They don't want you to do this. They don't want want you to do this. They don't want you to see, you know, that girlfriend. They don't want you to go go out with that with that guy. Um, you know, they don't want you um, hanging out with this person. Whatever. Um, never letting you out of their their sight. Is that abuse? I think it is. Uh, Jugrit says, I believe all forms of abuse, abuse falls in the same category. Okay. Like uh, crazy lady says, abuse is abuse. Okay. And crazy lady says, when you lash out and treat others with malice and cruelty, it's uh, abuse. Okay. So crazy lady, um, and Grit, would you say that controlling behavior, even though you are not, hey, 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 Mike, oh, Mike popped in, popped out. Um, so would you say that controlling behavior, even though you're not being physically abusive, is a, abuse? And hey, crazy lady, you have the mic. How are you? If you're not agreeing, if you're not, can you hear me? Okay, there we go. If you're not agreeing, yes. like, I mean, there's some people that, like to have other people in control of like everything and they're okay with that if you're in agreement to that controlling okay when you say control are you saying like okay you pay all the bills you you go and buy the food that type of control or no like um just a person that makes like all the decisions and stuff and all that like if it if you agree to it and are okay with it then it's not abuse. But if you're not okay with, you know, someone controlling something and you you tell them, hey, you can't treat me like this or you can't tell, you know, and they continue to do it, then it is, it's a form of abuse. So do you think people are abused in that, in that way that they go through a form of mental abuse and they don't even know it? it yeah, it can be. Okay. Okay. I mean, so do I. I. I think that that some people do go through that and and they don't know it. Do you think that children go through a, a type of mental abuse and they don't know it? Some can, yeah. You know, I mean, because you have that. I mean, because okay, a kid only knows the environment that they're brought up in. Okay, so that environment is normal to them. Okay. They don't know any better until someone says, hey, you know, 
that's not normal. That's not the way things are done. Okay. Um, uh, now I want to read, uh, okay. First, welcome power girl. And I want to read what Sean says. Sean says, I'm not sure if controlling personality is abuse, but it can be, be hurtful. So, um, let's see. Um, Okay, you and Greg are talking. Okay, it's being probably acting up. Yeah, probably ha- has been been act- probably been acting up before for quite some time. Okay, so crazy lady, what do you think about what what Sean says? I'm not sure if con- if controlling personality is abuse, but it sure can be hurtful. Again, you know, he's right. You know, like, some people do have a controlling personality, um, and like 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 say like me and you were like or like me and Shot or whoever are in a relationship and I have a controlling personality and me being this way and if you say something and I don't try to correct it, you know, or try to, you know, then yeah, it, it can be abuse, you know, that it's still, you know, you're being cruel to someone, you know? And, and I, I uh, uh, agree with that because Sean, the way I see is if you have a controlling personality, then you're the person that if somebody pushes back on you, you're going to get, probably get angry and you may not uh, you may not lash out physically, but you'll lash out verbally. You know, it's like you're somebody who no matter no matter what, if somebody pushes pushes back, you're not going to like it. Um, and you always have to be the con- controlling person. I think that's I think that's abuse. I mean, that's that's just my own personal opinion. Uh, Grace says, I grew up in a physical, physical, physically abusive household. I'm sorry to, to hear that. Uh, Shy Lady, welcome. And Hindosa, welcome. You're new to the show. Welcome. Mama Bear says, well, I was told not to look at other guys. I'm assuming that was by, that's by your husband. And Sean, okay, you, you can see, okay, you can see what I was saying. Okay. So no, my, my ex, my ex-boyfriend. I mean, and that is controlling behavior. And I think that's a, a, a abusive. Number one, you know, um you have people who see the boogeyman everywhere. You know, you could just be, you know, in the market buying apples. And you look up and your ex or your husband or significant other is going to assume that you're looking at somebody and they're going to, I mean, how do you, I mean, to tell someone not to look at other people. So mama bear, I'm going to get personal. If you don't want to answer, say you don't want to answer, say it's none of my my, my business. Um, Okay. Mama bear says he would get pissed if a guy was, was looking at me. Did you see warning signs? Uh, Crucible, well, welcome. Did you see warning signs, M- Mama Bear? Like up until you guys were really into the relationship, were there warning signs there? And then, Greg, for you, I'm going to ask you, okay, Mama said, Bear says, not really at first. I thought he he was joking. Okay, and Crazy Lady says that's a major in- insecurity sign. Okay, uh, Sean says to Crazy Lady, I can see that they're both scary to go through. I mean, you know, 
Um, but Mama Bear, at what point did you get past the he's not joking? Were you all really into the relationship or you all were still kind of just hanging out and you realized that he wasn't joking? Okay, Grace says, my stepdad abused my, my mom for, for for years. Okay. And then Crazy Lady says, my first husband gave no clue of being an abuser until we, we were married. Okay, so Crazy Lady, okay, again, were there, I mean, looking back on it, looking back on the relationship now, did you see any warning signs? Was there anything? He kicked the, the dog. He would say something nasty. I mean, just something. No, not really. There okay. Because uh, I have. I mean, I've looked back on it. How could I not see it? But yeah, no, it was like, um, it was like six months into our marriage. And then I, in his eyes, I screwed up and it was like, out of nowhere, dude. Like, literally. And the screw-up that you're referring to, is this something, when you look back at it, it's just something like, seriously? Like, you're upset about this? Like, was it little things? Yeah, it was It was something little things that, like, he, I got, I got my butt beat over. And I was like, the whole time it was happening, I was like, what the... And then afterwards, you know, and it, and then I was, then I felt trapped because I mean, I was like, I was already married to the monster. Okay. Okay. Can I ask how long you stayed in the relationship? Um, well, we were married for like three years, but like a year before we got divorced, he went to school somewhere else. And, uh, I even, I even tried leaving him one time, and it didn't work. Okay, okay. All he right. Let, he, when he left me, I was so thankful that he left me because then you know it was, um, him leaving, you know, because I don't think that if, you know, I well I, actually I know if I ever tried to if I was the one like that, yeah, he'd probably still be trying to kill me off or something okay okay all right and mama bear says i was physically and verbally abused he would yell at me and tell me uh it was it was disrespectful okay so do you think that and and, and grid this is where i want to ask to ask you um do you think on some level abuse is an inherited trait and dmac um welcome do you think that abuse is an inherited trait that you really have to uh like i guess what i'm asking is do you find yourselves watching or catching yourself when you say things to your children when you say things to other people do you find yourself catching yourself 
Okay, and then uh, Crazy Lady says to Mama Bear, what is it with them and imagine disrespect? Uh, it can be a, a handed down thing. Okay, all right. So I'm going to go back to a show that we did last week um, into the whole DNA thing. Do you think abuse is in someone's DNA? Like if you are going, like you have people who abuse uh, people, but they love animals. You have people who really are abusive to animals, but they don't, when they're at home or they're around other people, they're as nice as pie. So do you think that it's an abusive relation? I mean, do you think it's something that's, that is in, in your DNA? Um, Crucible, hold on. I'm coming to you, but let me uh, look at what Mama Bear is saying. Uh, Mama Bear is saying, you're crazy lady. He still is emailing, leaving voicemails that are bad. It's like he thinks I'm still his, his, his bit, his, his, but he's single. Okay. Um, so Mama Bear, can I ask how long this relationship has been over that he's still e e emailing you? And Grit says, I think you pick it up from parents like my stepfather was an abusive person. Um, Hello, Frankenstelts. Uh, D says inherited. I don't think it's inherited or in DNA. I think that is learned. Okay. Um, okay. So, Crucible, welcome. Hello, Sal. Hello, everyone. Yeah, DMAC kind of stole my thunder a little bit there. I do agree with him. I do think it's learned. But when it comes to DNA, um, we inherit whatever DNA our parents are passing on to us, good and bad. So do I think abuse is inherited? No, but I do think certain personality traits are inherited in terms of anger, in terms of emotion, um, in terms of excitability, in terms of conflict resolution. Um, and then those things are either refined or diminished in the environment that you're growing up in. So I agree with DMAC. You're inheriting some traits, but you're learning the behavior. You can have those traits, and if you exhibit them to your parents or in school or whatnot, somebody in authority is gonna say that's not appropriate, and they would take some steps, I would think, to try to curb that behavior, knowing that they may have inherited some DNA from you that's not particularly favorable. Um, and then you would try to do something about it. But that's where I think the learned behavior comes in. You, you, you inherit a little bit of it, but it can be overcome if you're being taught the right things. So that's a real hard one. I do I do think it's more learned than inherited though. Okay, so I'm gonna go back to a question that I asked before um, some of you guys join. Um, and I'm going to, back to animals here. Do you think that um, abusing an animal should be in the same category as abusing a human? Yes. Okay. All right. If nothing else, it's an in, it's a window into that person's thinking. It's a window into whether this person is a humane or a kind person or a cruel person. And at some point, that is going to spill over. You may not be abusing people the way you abuse an animal, like um, Jeffrey Dahmer, I guess, comes to mind, and he eventually crossed over into humans. But I think it's a real good indicator of how people are thinking and how they're going to behave in the future. Okay, that's that's interesting that you say that because I I think that how people treat their 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 pets 
um, is kind of a window into how they are and how they would treat, treat you. Because if you can treat a helpless animal with such horrific, in some cases, horrific um, disrespect and just being just a horrific person, period, I think that kind of tells me the type of person you are. Um, let's see. Crazy Lady says, uh, let's see my chat jump, or not want our children to live like you, you, you did. Okay. Uh, Shelby says, yes. Okay. No. Okay. So DMAC, let, let me ask you then, uh, you said, no, you don't think that um, treating an animal should be in the same category as a, a human. Can, can I, can I ask, ask why? Shelby says that person has no respect. Oh my God. You just on that. I am a pushover. <laughs> So the um, because again, I come back to just the fact that animals are helpless for the most part. You know, you chain them up to to a tree. You um, uh, you know don't feed them. You throw you throw them out. You throw you throw them away. In some cases, you throw them in a garbage can. You know, but then again. Babies are being thrown in in, in in garbage cans. You know, um, I don't know. Well, actually, I do, do, do know you should not. That should definitely, I mean, people who treat animals, sorry, but. Or or have puppy mills. Those are not pu puppy mills, uh, 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 crazily. Those are horrific breeding mills that are just dis dis disgusting. You know, um, let's see. Um, we had a kid down here burn a dog. Shelby, some of the things that I have seen working in in a shelter is like I never thought that a human could be so bad until the next dog or cat. You know, and I'm not a cat lover, but I do see cats that come in. Um, you know, when I see what people have done. And like I said, I never thought it could be as bad as this until the next one. And it's like just, I don't get it. But then again, I don't get why people, you know, hurt hurt, hurt each other. Um, and Grit says animal abuse is sad. So, Crucible, you want to say something? Because then I want to go on to my next question. The reason I think... Um abusing animals is important is because it not only gives you a window into what people's behavior and thinking is is most people and i'm using that in quotes normal people have empathy for another living thing whether it's human or animal and they don't like to see it suffer much less inflict that suffering on them directly so when you see somebody animal or person suffering most people's humane instincts are to try to help to try to comfort not make it worse so when you see somebody abusing an animal and they don't respond with oh my god i'm hurting another living creature i i can't let this thing suffer i've got to do something instead you laugh or you walk away or you rationalize it somehow that's a very slippery slope so i i think when you're when you're okay with watching another living thing suffer you've got some serious problems yeah yeah that you're you're absolutely right, and uh, let's see, uh, Frankie is is agreeing with you. Frankie, thank you very much for for the gift. Um, you know, I mean, so 
my next question is, is being verbally abusive the same as being physically uh, abusive? Now, physically abusive, yes, it is leaving marks. It's leaving you with possibly broken arms, legs, or even death, you know, but verbal uh, uh, abuse, because some people can really be verbally abusive that just cut to the core. Um, is it the same? Is the damage the same? Whether or not you walk around, you know, with bruises, or even if, if someone is physically abusive that they kill you, but couldn't verbal abuse be the same if you end up killing yourself? Or, you know, or if you end up killing your uh, person who is abusing you. So is, is verbal abuse and, and physical abuse, is it the same? Okay, uh, Mama Bear says that it's worse. Uh, Crucible says sometimes it's worse. Crazy Lady is worse. Shelby says yes. Uh, Shelly says cyber uh, bullying is, is verbal abusive and people have taken their, their, their own. Yes, they've taken their, their own lives. Mama Bear says no, the words stay in your head and you believe what they say. So are you, so Mama Bear, you're saying that verbal abuse is worse than physical abuse. Uh, abuse. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Okay. All right. All right. So this may seem like a crazy question, but um, I kind of want to know what you guys think. Do you think, well, actually, I do want to know what you guys think. Um, do you think that a child can take, not accept, can take being verbally abused more than an adult. And let's say that adult has been verbally abused their entire life. Um, first, they were getting it from their parents. Then they went into a verbally abusive relationship. Who do you think would come out better? I guess I can't even say better. If you were to put a 10-year-old in therapy and you had a 40-year-old in therapy and that 40-year-old had been abused, verbally abused their entire life. And the 10-year-old had been abused for, for verbally abused for 10 years. Do you think that the 10-year-old would have a better chance of, of having some sense of normalcy? D says, you are asking a degree of damage most of your questions. I think physical is worth. Okay. All right. And you're right. I am. And Charlotte says, it depends on the person. It's not a right or wrong answer as to what's worse. Okay. All right. Mental abuse affects the way you you, you grow up in life. All right. I mean, and and I was, I was asking a, a question that, you know, in my opinion, there's really no right or wrong answer because everyone is different. And depending upon the level of uh, verbal abuse or you know how you take it because every person is 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 different you're you're absolutely right so hold on let me just go back i'm sorry guys my my chat jumps okay and shelby says i think they are affected the same and crazily says i think the child will have a better chance of recovering from it that's 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 interesting so uh shelby i i am coming to you but crazily why do you say a child would have a better chance of recovering. Are you saying because they're young enough to get over it more? And I don't no, even want to use the term to, uh, to, to get over it. 
like okay if if the child's like removed from the abuser from the abuse environment and put into a healthy environment i say they would have a, a better chance of recovering from it because then they would see what you know what not being abused is like you know then they have you know if you have the right tools to help you then you have a better chance of recovering whereas the 40 year old adult that's had it all their life that's all that they know i mean and it'll it takes so long to overcome both physical and mental because like when you have physical i can guarantee you there's mental with that physical okay and i think you're you're absolutely right i think you are absolutely right i think that with physical with mental there it does a degree of physical abuse comes with it. But then you have some people who, you know, may not touch you at all. And they just talk about you and belittle you so bad that you probably wish they, they would slap you around as opposed to some of the things that, um, uh, that they're saying. Um, okay. So Shelby, you said, I think they're affected the same. So how, how, how so? And while we're waiting for Shelby to answer, let's see. Welcome, Chrissy. Chrissy, welcome. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm going to move on while we're waiting for Shelby. Um, let me ask as this, because um, one of my questions was, is abuse from law enforcement in the same category? Um, and I know I'm going to get into the weeds. I'll probably get in trouble with some of this. But does law enforcement get a pass on abuse? And if you are living with someone who is in law enforcement, um, and they, uh, they're physically and mentally abusive, verbally abusive to their spouse, to their children, their family, whatever. Why does it seem like that they get a pass from other officers? Crucible? Well, that's a real, that's a real dicey one there, Solid. Um, I said I was gonna, probably going to get in trouble. <laughs> I don't think they get a pass. I don't think they should get a pass. I should, let, me, let me amend that. I don't think they should get a pass, but I think they do get a pass. Part of it is the culture. Um, I have your back. You have my back. No matter what you're doing uh, is wrong or illegal or abusive, what have you. We are in a fraternity. We are in a brotherhood, and we have each other's backs no matter what the circumstances. So that mentality is very, very strong and very pervasive in the police force. I believe policemen law enforcement, police women, give themselves a pass and give themselves permission because of what they have determined the element they are dealing with to be. So in other words, in their minds, the people on the streets that they confront every day are of a lower echelon in their minds. They're potential criminals or they're actual criminals. So when you're going in with that mindset, you're already looking for reasons to excuse your behavior. And I think 
once push comes to shove, no pun intended, when they get into these altercations and these confrontations, anything goes because A, they're trying to protect the public, so they rationalize, or B, they're trying to protect themselves, which makes some sense. So the license to do that is exponentially increased because of what you think the element is that you're dealing with. You're, you're authorized to do whatever you need to do because this group that I'm dealing with are so far beneath the pale, beyond the pale, nothing is off the table. And I think that is what the physical abuse with police differs from physical abuse with regular citizens. They believe is part of their job and there are no lines drawn. Okay, all right. And Christine Princey says, oh, you mean like special treatment that they, they do? Yeah, I'm gonna get more, more specific with law enforcement. I'm talking about abuse within their own family, that if a wife were to call the cops on a fellow cop who is abusing her or her children, sometimes, not all, sometimes cops look away. They want to tell the wife, oh, you know, he's under a lot of stress. He's this, he's this, he's this. Uh, Shy Lady says, no, law enforcement doesn't get a pass. That's why they have internal organizations within the police department. Shy Lady, I agree with you half and half on, on that. Um, I know there's supposed to be internal organizations within in, in the police department. I think that if, if, if those organizations were working as they should, we would not see the uh, abuse that comes out of law in, 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 in enforcement. So I agree half and half with that. Chrissy says, my friend was being harassed by this cop and the department looked the other way just to keep him on, on the force. That's, you know, think, think, things like that. Chrissy says, he would pull my friend over just to keep asking her why she wouldn't date him. Uh, I've heard of that before. Shelby says, they do get a pass because they are in a position of power and they have a big head about it. Uh, Chrissy says, exactly, Shelby. Uh, okay, Shelly says, but Crucible is right. I agree. I agree on the fact that they, why they think like that. But I'm saying, but well, your comment was the internal, the internal organizations are there to, to, to stop it. And I'm saying that the internal or organizations fail. Um, uh, and then, okay, Charlie says, police can be bullies big time. Chrissy says, oh, yeah, I have a story about that. Can I call up? Yep. Yes. Yes, you can, Chrissy. Um, you know, so, so again, you know, but you have people within the department who see abuse, abusive behavior from their own, from, from their own, not just against the public, but against their own families that they, that they cover up. You know, so are are they getting a pass? Yes, they are. So, in 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 my opinion, Chrissy, welcome. Hi. So, I don't know if Crucible remembers. Uh, since I do crime shows, I brought up this particular crime, and it has something to do with this. Not that long ago, I don't remember the names or where it was from, but this lady, she was married to a police officer. And she was abused by him and everything. And in court, she tried her hardest to get supervised visits, full custody for her two, I think she had two boys. And 
um, none of it worked. None of it worked because she was a police. Uh, he was a police officer. They didn't believe that he was abusive or anything like that. And they kept him on the force. So he had rights to see the kids whenever he want, per, per, uh, pick the kids up from daycare. So then mind you, even though they're divorced already and everything, he's still harassing her. Let's be together. Let's do this. Uh, she had voicemails. She had calls. And she felt helpless. So then one day he tells her, okay, you don't want to be with me? Fine. I'll take care of, you know, I'll, I'll handle everything. And she didn't know what that meant because she was at work. So then she calls, she goes to the daycare and her kids are not there. And they tell her, well, your husband picked them up earlier. So she's calling her husband, the ex-husband, and she's like, where are the kids? Where are you? What are you doing? You're not supposed to pick them up because he picked them up early. And he doesn't answer. And later on in the story, because um, she wrote this into Yahoo News, later on in the story, she found out that her husband took the kids somewhere else. I don't think it was his house. It was like an abandoned home or something like that. He shot both the kids and himself. And before he did that, he that's when he left that voicemail. Look, you don't want to be with me. This is what happens when you don't want to be with me. So now after that, she fought. she fought in court. And she was like, look, I showed you all, all the signs that he was doing this, that he was doing that. But y'all didn't want to do anything because he was a fucking officer. I mean, I'm sorry for cussing, but because he's an officer, that's why y'all didn't want to do nothing. So I don't know if that's the same thing of what you're talking about, but I just had to. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, 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 it is that, you know, yes, they do things to the public because they can, you know, because of the power thing. But within their own family, you know, law enforcement, they tend to look away when one of their own is abusing one of their own. So then you end up with stories like this. And Chrissy, your story is not the only one. Your story is not the only one where where a police officer has killed a member of, of their family because no one it, it got to that point because no one would would I'm not even going to say that. Listen. They chose to turn their back because, like you said, we are this fraternity. We're this family. No matter what, we're going to take up for for our own. And I think that's I, I think that's worse. You know, so um, uh, crazy lady says or when probation officers toss your house once a week when they only have to do a once a month home visit. Shelley says, I know, I remember an incident in which a cop gave my husband a ticket on the interstate because he went around him. The cop was purposely going under the speed limit. We were in the South Mississippi to be exact. Shelley, I see that all the time when I'm driving. A, a police officer will purposely go slow and people will not go, go uh, around them. And I'm the person who goes around them. I've never been put, put, put over but I've made sure that I was doing the speed limit, but I do think they do that on purpose to, you know, because most people won't, and they're probably sitting in, 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 in the car laughing. I mean, that's crazy. Um, Crucible says, Shalady, your fortune, that's all it was. Mississippi can be a rough place with, with cops. Um, let's see. Crazy lady says you have the abusers that beat, but only in places that you can't see. Yes. I, I believe that. Um, so, um, yeah, so do you think that abuse, okay, I talked about law, law enforcement, 
Now let's go into the classroom, okay? Um, we hear a lot about children abusing teachers, things, things like that. But what about that teacher that, you know, grabs that child just a little bit too, too hard? What about that teacher who is verbally abusing kids? And we see on, on cameras, especially if it's, you know, disadvantaged children that are being ab abused, um, what do you do with people like that? Why are they always put on administrative pay? Shouldn't these people be gone? I think because maybe they want to investigate it, you know, maybe, I'm just saying. Okay, so if you see something, and this is where it gets dicey. Okay, so Chrissy, let me ask this. I do believe that there are two sides to every story. I do believe that there's that at times, what you see on, on videotape, um, you didn't see the entire thing. But, you know, and then people say, well, what about the, the context and blah, 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 you know. Um, okay. But when you see a long video and you've pretty much seen everything, what is there to investigate? And why do the investigations always seem to come out for the person who was doing the abusing when it's clear that this person was in the wrong? Ah, uh, that's true. So you're basically, I guess that could go for the the guy that they were talking about recently, the Uvalde, Texas, um, the chief of police. Mm -hmm. He was on paid leave. He was he got a chance to fight his job and everything for a while, and only recently he got fired. So I see what you mean. I guess, I don't know, maybe they want to seem like they're trying to be fair on both sides, but it's really not. Okay. Crucible? Yeah, I think due process is important, provided it's legitimate due process and not a kangaroo court. I mean, I live in a, a very large city in, in the Midwest that has a very, very poor reputation for internal investigations, and I'm using that in quotes, with regard to the uh, police officers, they almost unanimously come out in favor of the police officer. So I, I understand why they don't suspend them or fire them immediately. It's probably illegal. They've tried it in the past and those officers were reinstated with back pay uh, and sometimes some other things. So I understand you know, how that works, but um, at the same time, um, You've got to have a legitimate process. And I think there's too many thumbs on the scale. There's too many, the fix is in. I think it's a separate um, society when it comes to police. I am not anti-police, but I am not a particularly big fan. I think they are way, way, way too abusive. And they come into situations predisposed to knowing or thinking you're the problem. They're not coming in necessarily to solve a problem. They're coming in to affirm their belief that you're the problem. And internally, they believe it too. They don't believe they're culpable or anything. They believe society is the problem. It's all the people out there. Their jobs would be great if it wasn't for us citizens. So I have serious problems with the internal investigations and their outcomes, but I do understand the concept of due process. Okay. Now, Chrissy says they definitely abuse their power. I hate when they turn on their lights just uh, to pass a red light and then turn them off to go normal speed. Uh, they, they do that a lot here. Uh, thank you everyone for liking the show. I do appreciate it. So, um, you know, so again, 
let's go from police and from teachers to parents. You're in, you're in your house. You are, you know, you have dominion over your child. Okay. You tell them what to do, especially when, when, when they're little, um, why do you have some people who just, I mean, is abusive behavior. And I guess I, I can't, I, I not just in the home life for parents and stuff like that is abusive behavior. Is it a sickness? Should it be defined as a sickness or should it be defined as a crime? And crazily says, I got a new probation officer when I went over his head. Okay. Both. Okay. So Shiley says it is, it is both. Okay. So do you think that abusive people should, instead of going to prison with all the hardened criminals, they should probably go to a mental facility. But then again, this abusive person like Chrissy says, he takes their kids to an abandoned house and he shoots them. I mean, he shoots himself too, but the, the biggest damage that he did is that he killed someone other than himself. So should abusive people be treated like they're criminals or should they be treated like they're sick? It, it kind of depends on on the psychologist. I mean, you're going to have to have a psychologist get involved to determine that. But um, I think they, they. I agree with Shy Lady. I think both. I think you can do both. But I don't. I'm not a believer, <clears throat> and this is not going to sound particularly good because it doesn't show a lot of faith in my fellow man. But I believe when people become adults, when they're in their 20s and their 30s, and they're still exhibiting abusive behavior, it's my belief that those people are not rehabilitatable. They've come too far in their life. They've been too abusive for too long. They themselves have probably been abused. And I don't see, even with psychologists or psychiatrists, I don't see how you turn that around because it is so ingrained in your consciousness. It's part of who you are and it's part of what your identity is. I, I'm not going to say they're all irredeemable, but there's a significant percentage of them that I think are better off being punished for a crime than treated for some kind of a mental illness. There are exceptions, but by and large, put them in jail. Okay. Now, Grit says uh, treat them as criminals, and Crazy Lady says you can get help in prison, and uh, she also says I would have to uh, d disagree. Crazy Lady, you want to you wanna take, take the mic? Thank God, so I don't have to write. <laughs> <laughs> I was working my way over you, but I, but I was talking I, too much. You know, no. <laughs> With a, like, like Chris said, a lot of people, yeah, they are unrehat. They can't change because probably they don't want to change. I left Frost one time because of his anger management issues. Uh, we came to, we went toe to toe, and anyway, it, things weren't. It was not a very healthy relationship. I left. Like literally, he came home to an empty house. I left, and. He asked for a chance back against everything. Now, I've been in abusive relationships. I know what the trigger signs are, and I know. Part of me was like, hell no, you know the rule. If they hit you once, they're going to hit you again. But he asked for a chance, and I went against my better judgment, and I did it, which I'm glad I did because he, 
total 500, 600% turnaround. You know, like sometimes before he says something stupid, I can see his brain clicking and going, wait a minute, don't say that or don't do that. You know, so I, it, it can be, I mean, you can, you know, be rehabbed from that abusive behavior, you know, but you just have to want it. You know, you have to not want to be the abuser, not, you know. Okay. All right. I want to read what Shari Lady says, and then I'm going to come back to what, what Chrissy said. Uh, Shari Lady says, I think it also depends on the nature of the abuse as well. Some people are sadistic. They get pleasure out of it. Then you have people who abuse their kids by hitting them with objects out of anger. That may not be uh, sadistic, however. Um, and D-Max says, I think people can be rehabilitated. Okay. Um, okay, there's two things going on here. Um, when you say, Charlie, when you say hit their kids with objects out of anger, that's not sadistic. Are you talking about someone who is being spanked? Or you're just so pissed off that you picked up, you know, the iron, the the iron you you you, you threw it at them. Um, and then, Charlie, before you answer that, I do want to address Chrissy when she says, "I don't believe child pedals or 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 pedophiles are redeemable." That's another topic, but it is abuse, and I want to get into the weeds a, a, a little bit there. Hey, hey Pooh, uh, welcome. And welcome. I'm sorry, I can't not pronounce this, um, but welcome. Um, Shy Lady, go ahead. No, I, I just want to say that sometimes you have parents who um, abuse their kids, but they go, they go overboard. They may um, beat them with a broom or they may beat them with um, uh, an object, uh, a pot, a pan. I never forget when I was in um, high school, there was a, um, a family that lived down the street and the mother killed the son. He was, I think, in the eighth grade. She, he just, he, he um, was told to do something and he didn't do it and she beat him to death. Hmm. And they had, she, had other, she had other kids, you know, as far as I know, they weren't necessarily abused, but... I don't think the mother was a was was a sadist, but she killed her son. She beat him okay, to death. Okay, but it, that's sadistic behavior. If you're going to continue to beat your child, not just only until they're dead, but until they're unconscious, and then and then you're still beating them, that's sadistic. So, so this, I, I thought sadistic is if you get a pleasure out of it. I don't think she I got mean, a pleasure I, I in mean, beating no, him. But but at the same time, that's still not not normal and okay when you say that a pleasure in, in in beating him okay we've we've talked about this about this being be before there's a difference between beating and there's a difference between spanking so to me when you're uh, uh, abusive and you're abusive to the point that you're beating your they didn't do something that you told them to do so it goes from a spanking or was the attempt to to beat them and you continue to 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 beat them you may not want to call them sadistic or a sadist, but that's definitely an, uh, an uh, abuser. And oh, it's, it's, it's definitely abuser at the highest level if you kill someone. But I'm, I just thought the difference between someone is a sadist is a person. You could look it up. But I always thought a, a, a person that was sadistic did stuff because they liked doing They knew it's wrong and evil, but they enjoyed it. 
that's what I thought the 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 term sadist is a person who who has takes pleasure in abusing someone. Okay, a sadist is a person who derives pleasure, especially sexual gratification, from inflicting pain or humiliation on others. And then I'm going to also wait. Hold on, I'm going to cut and paste this into the thing. Um, I also want to give you guys the definition of sadistic behavior. So I think we're just getting our terms mixed up a bit. Uh, all right. So we have, um, okay. It's the same thing. Uh, pleasure and infliction about pain on, on, on others. I don't know. I, I don't know. It's, 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 it's horrific either way. All right. So, um, uh, Charlie, did you want to say anything else? Cause I, I want to address the pedophile comment by, uh, Chris. Oh, no, no, no. Abuse, abuse is abuse. And, you know, when you would ask earlier, should they be, should people who, um, abuse should they be put with criminals should they be put in a mental institution i don't i don't think every abuser is mentally ill I, just me i'm not a psychiatrist or whatever but i just don't think every abuser is mentally ill and as as such they should not be in a mental institution that's just my opinion okay and and i uh, I, I agree with that i don't think that all abusive people should be in a mental institution um Okay, Crazily says, um, Dad apologized to me when I was an adult for the way he raised me. He said he wished he had done things different. Uh, Pook says we are all abusive towards others in our own way. Mm, I agree, disagree with that, uh, Pook. Um, let's see. Uh, Chrissy says to Pook, that's because it's a continuous cycle. Uh, Crazily says he said he didn't realize at the time that that wasn't the way to do things. Uh, Pook says there was a lady near me that killed her five-year-old daughter last week, sliced her throat in a park because she was mad at her. See, those issues there have just, I, I'm, okay, now Pook has me uh, asking a question about that. And then Grit says, if, 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 if you're an abuser, you have some sort of mental illness. Okay, so going back to what um, Chrissy said, finally, Chrissy, I'm getting around to your comment, about pedophiles. She does not think pedophiles can be, um, uh, uh, can be rehabilitated. But D, you said that people can be re rehabilitated. Chrissy, my question to you is, at what point do you, as, because pedophiles are definitely people who abuse people, whether they abuse a child, um, you know, when they're five or someone when they're 12, whatever, you are an abuser. Do you think that that is DNA? Or do you think that one day somebody was just looking at this kid and they just got sexual gratification of thinking what they could do to this child and how they would make them feel and they started doing it? Or do you think that pedophiles their abuse is more DNA. Is Chrissy still here? 
When you say DNA, do you mean like, what do you mean exactly? Like it's happened? I mean, is it, is it passed down? Meaning could there have been like, could your grandfather or your great grandfather or your great grandmother or somebody in your family been a pedophile? Mm, no, I don't think it's like that. I think either um, for most pedophiles, maybe they were touched themselves because I have read a lot about some uh, rapists and, and pedophilers in crime shows where and they a lot of them say this where they say, oh, well, I started doing this because my uncle would touch me and abuse me when I was a small child. So I think maybe it's either something like that or. Maybe they were never sexually abused themselves, but they just, it just arouses them. Somebody younger than them, just, you know, sick wise, <laughs> that's just how they think. But DNA, if they had a grandparent or somebody that was like that, I, no, I don't really think so. I mean, in my opinion, I don't think so. Okay. All right. And everyone, I shared uh, the article that uh, Poop was talking about, the woman who killed her uh, five-year-old child. Uh, I, I just shared that article. Poop, uh, he, he sent it to me. So um, thank you very much. Um, let's see. So, um, okay, Charlie says, I read about that woman. I think she was me mentally ill. So do you think, my very last question um, before we, we wrap this up, do you think that abuse that label is given to some and not others. Like we've talked about law enforcement, how we pick and choose with law enforcement. Do we pick and choose in society who we will call out as an uh, abuser? Do Will we call out a woman for being an abuser over a man? Um, um, are, you know, in domestic relationships, are men more abusive than, than women? Um, how many ad adults are being abused by their children? So, and the list can go on and on and on. So do you think that the label is given to some and, and not others? Chrissy says some, some cases, yes. Crucible? Yes, I think that's accurate. I think there's a high degree of subjectivity when it comes and how when it comes to how we evaluate these things, I think traditionally or conventionally speaking, I don't. This is all anecdotal. I don't have statistics in front of me, but typically, when you get into abusive relationships, the man tends to be more physically abusive, although women can do it too, and the woman tends to be more um, verbally abusive. To me, abuse is abuse. It shouldn't matter where the source is. But sometimes men are, are cast in a very harsh light because of their, 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 their aggressive behavior, their aggressive personalities, their, their violent tendencies occasionally. Women, I think, are in a little bit of a different category because they're more attributable to mental health issues, pressure from the household, all kinds of things that go on in women's lives that don't go on in men's lives. So I do think we tend to, to view them a little bit more, um, with a little bit more of a um, sympathetic eye. But in my world, abuse is abuse. Just because you're not physically capable of inflicting the kind of abuse you'd like. We talked about this earlier in your show. The, the verbal part, the mental part, can be 10 times worse than the physical part. So I, I don't think we should be differentiating, but I think society does. Okay, all right. Uh, uh, crazy lady, you wanna comment on that? Um. 
I'm I, I agree with, with with Crucible. You know, I mean, abuse is abuse, whether it be mental or physical. You know, um, it, it's it's abuse. You know, and if you you like when you're angry and stuff, you know, I always say, you know, st don't deal with things when you're angry because you know. Yeah, walk away. <laughs> she said, walk away. <laughs> you know, and that, that goes, you know, it's okay to look at your partner or someone say, hey, look, I can't deal with this right now. I'm shutting up and I'm walking away. Before you say something that, you know, you can't take back, you know? Yeah. Whether, you know, whether it's your fist on them or whether it's, you know, verbal, you know, it, 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 it hurts. And, and as humans, we should not hurt anything else you know we're smarter than that we, we've evolved and once we all get on the same page things will be well that's a big ass everybody getting on the same page crazy that's a big ass well i know um you know <laughs> i know i yeah yeah we all we can all have that same pipe dream uh charlene says men i would say overwhelmingly due to testosterone levels d says i do yes especially when you go to when you get to things like elder abuse uh frankie thank you you always have great topics thank you frankie um charlene says that uh there's some uh, statistics that states a uh, woman's murder every 30 minutes around the world um and Cook says, I lost everything. So I'm going to go to Shy Lady. Yeah. Any, any, any last, any last words before I wrap it up? And I'm going to go around the room. So uh, great topic. Yeah. Great topic. And um, I wish people who are in abusive, abusive situations recognize that that is abuse and get out as quickly as they can. Because um, coming from a woman, perspective as I am a woman. I just I just hate hearing about the the number of times I hear that a woman is, is killed for a man rejecting them. Complete strangers when a woman doesn't give them a phone number or if a, if a if a if a guy is, you know, walking down the street and she won't come his way when he calls her. It's just absolutely crazy how abusive some these some people just get away with this and it's awful. So that's just my my point of view. And as always, I agree with Frankie. Wonderful conversation today. Well, thank you, guys. I know coming off of Thursday um, on a very light show and I'm getting back into the weeds, but at the beginning of the show, I just say that this topic was going to, you know, we're going to get into the weeds on this one. So, um, Chrissy. You have any last words of wisdom you would like to impart? Um, I posted it, so I put just know your worth and know that you don't deserve any abuse from anyone because I say that because I know that even in your own family, sometimes people can be like, well, your sister might be a little toxic and judgy, but she's your sister and you got to love her. And then, you know, that happened to me. So in my case, it's like, that's not true. If a relative is being abusive, all the more you should not take it. You need to get away from that altogether, no matter who they are. I agree with that 100%. And one thing that you do hear a lot, oh, but they're your sister, but that's your, your brother. Yeah, but sometimes you need to cut the strings and let them go. 
go. So I I agree with that one, Chrissy. Uh, Crucible, you have any last words of wisdom? Yeah, this is a really good topic, Solid. And I think what's important to remember here, because I, I said it earlier, abuse is abuse is abuse is abuse. It doesn't matter the nature of it. It doesn't matter the relationship. At its core, whatever the abuse is, is an imbalance of power. And the person who's in the position to exploit that will, will, will do that. They sense vulnerability, they sense weakness, and they sense soft spots. And that's what they exploit. So whether it's elder abuse, whether it's a, a husband and wife abuse, whether it's child abuse, the, the, somebody has determined that they are in a position of power superior to the other person, and they use that for leverage, and that's where the abuse comes from. So I don't care what flavor it is. I don't care what the category is. Somebody's exploiting another person's vulnerabilities, and it's always wrong. But anyway, okay. thanks for having me, Solid. Great topic. Okay, thank you. And Crazy Lady, you have any last words you would like to give us before we go? And if you see, like, if you see something going on, like out in the world, because okay, that New York, that that one girl that got raped in front of how many people, and no one did anything, no one said anything, you know, if you see it, you know, at least give the victim like an opportunity to go with you, you know, or anything, you know. Okay. All right. Well, guys, again, thank you so much for coming. Uh, tomorrow, um, we'll be talking about relationships and finances within couples. <laughs> I definitely have my opinion on that. But um, um, this was actually a requested topic. So we are going to talk about that tomorrow. Uh, I think we're going to talk about that. No, we're going to talk about that on Wednesday. I don't know. I have to read. I have to go back after a look. But thank you guys. Um, thank uh, Shy Lady Chrissy. Thank you for popping up on the panel. Crucible, the only crazy lady. Thank you for popping up on the panel. Grid, you were number one today. Oh, wow. Thank you. <laughs> and everyone, thank you so much for coming. Um, always, wherever you are, uh, enjoy your day or evening where you are in the world. Go where the wind takes you, and Grid, don't say one word about that. And um, I'm going to leave you guys with a different song tonight. So, other than that, guys, thank you so much. Bye. So, Grid, Tom Barrett, Shelby, Pook, Chrissy, D Mac, Juju, Minnesota, uh, Crazy Lady again, Frankie. Power Girl, thank you all. Minnesota, who else was here? Um, I know I'm forgetting somebody. Somebody popped in. They were here for a moment. Um, let's see. Yeah, I'm changing up the music a bit. Mama Bear. Mama Bear was here. And Shelby, I am glad you were able to make it. And Frankenseltzer. And Hindosa was here. Thank you all. I do appreciate you all. And Sean.
And I've also been asked to do another uh, question and answer show. I will probably do that next week. But I want to switch it up. I want y'all to ask some some questions amongst each other. So, uh, let's see. Uh, Enos Kirk from... And you're single, okay, from Germany. Thank you for popping in. We're ending the show, but thank you for popping in. <laughs> Any single ladies here? We have a single guy here. So what do you guys think of, of, of this music? You like this music? Uh... Over the other, same old, same old, same old, same old music I get playing? <laughs> or you all don't care? <laughs> or you hate it? Okay, Chris says he loves it. Okay. <laughs> and Chrissy, you are so welcome. Thank you for participating, crazy lady. I'm glad you liked the topic. It was, it was, a, it was a little deep. It was a little deep, and I got personal with some of you guys, but I appreciate you guys uh, answering. And for anyone listening over on other streaming apps, wherever you listen, thank you. And now I'll shut up and let you guys listen to listen to the music. You guys are probably hoping anyway. You like the music we do. Thanks, D. <laughs> hey, Minnesota, thanks for the love. Brothers fight the power. You know what? If I had the, the rights to that and I could publish, I absolutely would. There's a lot of music D that, that I would play, but I can't. Okay, guys, and that's it. Thank you, and I will see you tomorrow. Bye.